a HeadGum Podcast. This is the Dumbbells and Personal Fitness Podcast, where we, I'm Eugene Cordero. And me, I'm Ryan Stanger, have discussions and answer questions on all things health and fitness. This is solely based on our own working experience, a little bit of bro science. So, please keep in mind that we're not doctors, never claim to be. No, my friends, just a couple of buddies and Dumbbells who love ourselves from fitness, want to help you with yours. Yes, my friends. And help can start right now. Yes, my friends. Let's start with the help by introducing our guest to the weight room. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Deborah Baker Jr. Hello. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. DBJ <laughs> in the weight room. Ooh, DBJ. Has anybody called you DBJ? Many people. I also, when you asked me to be on this, signed it as DBJ. Ooh. So it, was, it was an easy transition. <laughs> yeah. Are you? Uh, so is DBJ. I think I did do, write to you as DBJ. Though. Yeah, and I was very comfortable with yeah. it. Do you introduce yeah. yourself as DBJ? No, I don't. Like DBJ? out the gate, like how yeah, do you do? I'm DBJ. Hey, DBJ. No, that's aggressive. What do you say? Hi, I'm Deborah. <laughs> That's or, an interesting choice. Or in a professional way, hey, I'm Deborah Baker Jr. Slating on camera. Hi, Deborah Baker Jr. <laughs> five seven. Always say hi. <laughs> I do. I have to. I feel weird hi. otherwise. Hi. So when people give you the nod to slate your name, you so you go hi. Hi. <laughs> yo, yo. Hey, it's working. <laughs> hey, yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> DBJ is such a cool. It's very cool. Thanks. Ending on a J is great. Yeah, of yeah a nickname. It is. You got Doctor J. Mm-hmm. You got Michael J. Fox. That, that's an end there. Then. <laughs> but Michael J. <laughs> Mike J. You, if you ran into Michael J. Fox, you go Mike J. Yeah. What's happening? He'd love it. He would love it. He goes. He does Mike Fox too a lot. Well, who's the Who's the uh, comedian? Or he's like a magician comedian that um. That Scorsese would hire to act all the time. Ricky J, right? Yes, that is Maybe. a person. Yeah. That sounds like a person. He's in like, like Goodfellas and stuff. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So Jay. Yeah. Isn't he the guy in Goodfellas that uh, he's got the, the, he's the one that's, he's so annoying and he sets him up on that deal and then he keeps wanting credit for it. Oh, and yes. De Niro doesn't want to give him, anyway, we can move on. <laughs> um... No, I could be conflating things. Paul Thomas Anderson maybe uses. I don't know. Anyway, hey man, moving on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deborah Baker Jr. That was yeah. one of those moments when people listen to this podcast where they hit the advanced ten seconds. Yeah, it's fifteen. Is it fifteen? Fifteen. Oh. At least on mine. I'm yeah. thinking. I'm thinking on my Apple TV. It's okay. a ten second. My Spotify is fifteen. Fifteen seconds. I'm missing a lot. A lot of people that listen to podcasts that I'm on just have a picture of my face on that 15 second line. <laughs> it just, it just, just like up, stangers going. Let's skip yeah. through that. Let's Second through ad. That. Uh, okay, so we wanted, we were talking off mic. We wanted to figure out the origin of Junior. Comes up all the time for you. Mm -hmm. uh, do tell. Um, my mom's name is Deborah. It's a simple answer. Uh, if I was a boy, I was going to be William, my dad's name. Or if I was a girl, I was going to be Deborah. My mom's name is very inventive. Okay. Uh, and I'm me, so I'm Deborah. And <laughs> it was a big deal, though, when I was born because the lady who signs the paper, I don't know, I haven't had kids, so there's a person that signs papers, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, God. Yeah. She God. comes in. God comes in. She comes in. And she was signs like, Signs the papers. You had a girl. And my mom was like, No, I know. And I, I think my dad was off getting coffee or something. And she was like, no, Good for him, right there. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and, uh, I am tired. I got to go <laughs> perk up a little something. bit. Yeah. Um, snacks are very important in my life. Uh, 
from the beginning. And so she was like, you know, you, you had a girl, this, this, you can't do this. And my mom was like, yeah, I can. I can name my daughter whatever, whatever I want to yeah. name her. And she was like, no, you had a girl. My dad comes in and she shows him. She's like, did you see this? Did you see this? And he's like, yeah, no, we talked about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's like, it's a girl. And so, but it's from the very beginning, day one, I've always had people be like, but I've never heard of another, I mean, the buck stops here. I married a man that does not have the last name Baker. Right. Um, unless I want my kids all be named Baker. But yeah, my mom, she, there was a girl in front of her in class that was named Junior. And she was like, wow, you're named after your mom. That's so cool. And she was like, I'm going to do that for my daughter someday. Oh, uh, that's so awesome. Yeah. That's a good story. Yeah. So you, you told us, we wanted to hear it. And you told us this story was like, it's just kind of a whatever I would well, say, I mean, but it is a whatever it because isn't, I'm just named after my mom. Yeah, well, but people it's a don't banger do that. Of a, it's yeah. a banger of a story because okay. you had the lady trying to talk them out of it. Yeah, like some fucking yeah. you know, and it's also your mom's like going like, it is the second Deborah Baker, uh-huh. and she got married into hers, uh-huh. and then you got yeah, it's pretty awesome. Uh, That's do you ever great. Go, do you ever go by Junior? Uh-uh. Junior's cool too. I like that. Sure. I mean, if you, sure, we can start it. But <laughs> no one has. No one's never called me DBJ. Yeah, it's DBJ. DBJ's cool. Junior's cool. You're. It's an embarrassment of riches as in the name department. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. An embarrassment of riches. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have. Um, <laughs> That's a good thing. In yeah. the in the Filipino world, you, you they would the name Junior being called Junior as like your name is huge. Like if you're a junior, instead of being called your the your first name, just be people. Everybody calls you junior. Yeah, yeah. Well, and Everybody's you're just like junior. You? Or, the f- I'm you're, the fourth. You're the fourth. Yeah, yeah. And Quincy's the fifth. Which again, we did like a similar thing where it's like people were like, "Well, is Quincy's middle?" I mean, so Eugene Quincy Cordero the fifth. So is Quincy your middle name? I go no. Just his. My middle name is my mom's maiden name. He's like, oh, then it doesn't work. I'm like, I'm not fucking European. Yeah. I'm not coming from like, we can do whatever the fuck yeah. we want. Yeah. I can call, I could have called him Eugene, like Louis the 15th, Eugene Cordero the 15th, <laughs> and he could be the first. Who are these police? People love rules, man. Yeah. They love rules and they love telling you all about oh, them. Oh, man. What you're doing <laughs> wrong. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. It's Ugh. technically not. It's technically, I mean, you know, if you're going all the way down, I'm like, do you, uh, no. I don't want to go all the way down to those people. <laughs> yeah. We oh, wouldn't be man. talking if we went down. I'd be your slave. Yeah, it's also like, uh, I'll show you the birth certificate, right? It's right there, all yeah. right? Uh, yeah, that's cool. DBJ. Uh, DBJ. In the oh, house. It's me. So, okay, so we, uh, well, well, tell us about yourself. Where did you grow up? Yeah. Speaking of, we're going from the it's first from day. We're going from day, <laughs> day one. Day yeah. one. What hospital? We're going um, from snack, dad snacks. Dad snacks uh, in Baltimore, Maryland. Okay. okay, Baltimore, Maryland. But wow. I was raised in Boston, so I consider myself from Boston. Sure. My parents were teaching PE in uh, Baltimore. Both of them? Mm-hmm. Wow, and that's mm-hmm. how they met? They didn't. No, they met at Boston. Uh, they met at BU. Uh, the famous story is, is that my dad walked into the gymnasium. My mom's a fitness freak. Uh, and she was on the gymnastics team, and she was on the... Uneven bars, and that's when that's when he knew. <laughs> Swinging and, from yeah, bar to bar, yeah. And I was like, "Oh, Dad, that's a story." And he's like, "Yeah, um, yeah." And that's how their love affair happened. <laughs> I mean, the uneven bars is that's where you're like <laughs> jumping back and forth yeah. between the two bars, right? One's, one's lower than the other, yeah, yeah. making a- them uneven. <laughs> and uh, well, because there's parallel bars, which is like a whole different game, sure. 
but then uh, but then the uneven is like where you got to like bounce from one yeah. up to the other one you down. You got to sit on one to yeah. get it to the, the higher one. Jump up there. Yeah, and there's always a guy spotting somebody underneath. Yeah. That's, that one's treacherous. And the bars bounce, right? Don't they oh, like wiggle a little, a little bit? bit? I've never seen my mom on them. Um, otherwise, you never I, asked. I never asked. Hey, mom, <laughs> jump on the uneven bar. <laughs> jump on those for yeah. me. Um, Prove this story, mama. Yeah, but I've seen them in the Olympics. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Those are the ones where you're like, <gasps> yes, <gasps> especially when they jump to the lower one oh. and they have to spread their legs so they can get through. And you're like, eh, this doesn't look right. Yeah, I'd no. be dragging my feet. Oh God, dragging. Yeah, I probably wouldn't even be able to hoist myself up. No. No, Probably wouldn't be able to say hoist yeah. <laughs> if you were there. I'm yeah. proud I did it yeah. here. You, I know. You, I could see. Felt great. I could see your eyes going like, I made it through hoist. <laughs> um, so so Jim, they meet at BU. So they meet in Boston. Yeah, they're both from Boston. And then they go out to, they hook up. They go out to Baltimore together mm-hmm. and like honeymoon as PE teachers. Sure. Yeah, they sure did. <laughs> and um, then move back to Boston. And, and then, then you move back move to back? Boston. Yeah. And after, how old are you when you move back to Young. Young, like two. two. Any siblings? Yeah, I have two siblings. I have okay. a sister and a brother. Um, older, younger? Are you a middle child? I'm the oldest. You're the You're oldest. The oldest. Yeah. Okay. So then, so they're, bo- they're, they're born Boston. in Boston? Yeah, Bostonians. Okay. And PE teacher still through and through? No, oh, absolutely okay. not. Uh, that, that ended. <laughs> that ended in Baltimore? I think it, I don't know. We'll you have to know. fact check this. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it ended when I was born. Okay. Um. Yeah, my dad started a foundation for dyslexia. He's super dyslexic. I'm super dyslexic. Um, so he runs a nonprofit, and my mom's been, she raised us, and now she plays a lot of tennis. Wow. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Great. Good for your dad. To yeah. Do, yeah. He is, and you are. Yeah, and my brother. And uh, is it genetic? It is. It is? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, my grandmother was. They didn't know, you know, oh, that's back a then. Bummer for her. Yeah. Because it's just like you, there was nothing for it. Mm-mm. There's there no really name for there it. There wasn't anything for my dad either. He was in special ed classes. He didn't speak till he was four. They didn't know what was wrong. How with about him. for you? Um, well, because my dad did yes. so much, I had early intervention. And was he doing stuff. it or, like when you were really young already? You, you were already he was already into it. Yeah, he was. Yeah, already had a bunch of foundations that he was working for, and then mm-hmm. he started his own, I think, in, like, 1986. Okay. Um, so in the vanguard, for sure, mm-hmm. for that stuff. Yeah. Wow. So what were the signs, or, like, what, what like how did he, how did it hit with you? Reading's super hard for me. Yes. Um, I, I also have, like, attention deficit and all these other things, but... Uh, B's and D's, I couldn't tell them apart. So uh-huh. Sometimes can't. Uh, left and right, I still have a really hard. You know, they say the whole thing. Well, just the L. It's the L. I'm like, they're both L's. Um, <laughs> it doesn't work You're for right. me, so I'm always have to like, okay. Um, yeah. So there I was like ha- some t- tall tale like red flags that they were like, oh yeah, let's. And so then I had tutors when I was really little, yeah. and I was always told like, your brain just works differently. Yeah. Um, and but ask it's a, questions. It's uh, it's it. sentence jumping and stuff too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but every dyslexic is different, which yeah. is really crazy. I um as well, and um, but my parents, I think my dad, uh, if it's if it's genetic, then there might be something along my dad's side or my dad, um, because he was a lot more comforting than my mom was. Mm. Um, but they just said that I didn't work hard enough. Yeah. Oh. A lot of a yeah. lot of kids get that. They're though. just like, or, "Oh, you're just yeah, you're, you're not lazy. reading. You're yeah. just your sister's reading fine. Like you just not you just have to sit down and do it. You have too many other things that you want to do." I go, "I trust me. I'm trying." Mm-hmm. 
And, uh, you know, and I would do the thing where, which I think actors, I mean, you become an actor because, like, memorizing became easier for me than reading. Yeah, me too. Because I could slowly do it, but then it would stick. And it was like, so reading in class, I would memorize paragraphs. So then I could just kind of like... And even then, like the teacher good would Eugene still hunting. Yeah. So even then, the teacher would still be like, "Hey, you said that sentence first, or whatever." Like, "Oh, go back. You're ahead of it somehow." And I'd be like, "Oh, oh, I must have just yeah." Mm-hmm. Oh. And then you would you would do it. But or that's like that, Aaron Brockovich, right? Wasn't she like? I don't fucking know about Aaron Brockovich. Is she dyslexic? I, I think thought she, she was just dealing with like water. <laughs> yeah, she. But <laughs> she's she just had like a natural gases person, right? <laughs> <laughs> that too, but she also had a hard time with reading, so she would memorize things so that she wouldn't have uh, to do it. Yeah. But then it made her an expert, like on the uh, at least in the movie. I don't know who could have been like, uh, you know, she could have been like appropriating dyslexia to like uh, right. make the movie more interesting. I don't know, make it more of a heroic story. I definitely don't remember that storyline at all. It's worth. I feel like that's something that I would remember too. Sure. Like, oh yeah, she's dyslexic and she helped save the world. There's. Uh, it may not. <laughs> they, it may not have been dyslexia because you probably, if you're looking for it, you probably remember it. But there was something to where she had to memorize the shit, and huh. that's what made her got it like a real expert on it or something. Maybe she was like had to return all those books, so she started memorizing. <laughs> That's probably like yeah. library books were due. She didn't want to probably pay the money. She didn't want to renew that track. Yeah, that yeah. makes much more sense. Money saving yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Probably. probably. I mean, probably. if I was to guess, that would be my best guess. Yeah. And I'm probably right. 100%. And we're again, just like everything, we don't fact check no. a single thing. I I would get mixed up on left and right. Not dysle- not dyslexic, but maybe just dumb. Yeah. And like, so I would have to um, like. Uh, in my like mock shoot a basketball to remember my right hand, like I like dribble or like shoot a basketball. Uh, like, All right, that's right. You know? Oh, I do. I do the left and right hand thing in my pockets. <laughs> you do in your pocket. Do you? Yeah, yeah. So then I fill I it in my pocket. I wouldn't be able to do it. I have to go like this. Like oh really? Like feels, writing? Because sometimes I'm like, no, that's not right. Okay, yes, I write with this hand. Yeah, I'd feel so, in my pockets and then look down. I think people just like real. Like, why is he always looking down at his thighs? <laughs> guy loves those thighs. <laughs> that man. guy loves his own thighs. Yeah, there is. Mine was like a bat, and I think there's a video of me. You could see me doing it, like where, like you know, in the background where I'm about to do, you know, like which which way, and like you see me doing it. Yeah, you know, had a good laugh at that. As a still family. on set, I, it, I'll do it in my pockets sometimes, but I would buy myself a little bit of time by going your left, your left, or my left. <laughs> Yeah, camera left or my left? Yeah. Uh, I always, yeah, on any of those directions, I always just guess. Yeah. Like stage left or stage right. I'm like, I'm out now. Yeah. I, it's too much. That's oh. all backwards then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Boy. I'm out. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so. So Boston, so parents, your parents sound fit. Um, are they encouraging guys to play sports growing up? Oh, yeah. Is that a thing going on? Big time. So what sports were you playing? I played tennis from a really, really young age. I learned to swim before I could walk. Wow. My mom oh, cool. was like, really, man, she ran marathons. She was competing for the Olympics oh, for swimming. For and, swimming. And, wow. And oh, like, wow. Oh, yeah. What, um, what events like uh, sprints or... Lot, like long distance swimming. Long distance swimming, I think. Wow, yeah, it's um, incredible. Uh, All of them are. Well, yeah. Whatever you said, I would have responded that way. Yeah. <laughs> so you were swimming at a young age. You were playing tennis at a young age. Playing, uh, playing tennis, swimming. How does it work? Sailing, in- skiing. Wow. Oh. All, all of the above. 
fun sports. Well, yeah. How does it work for tennis in Boston? Is it do you do like indoor courts and stuff, or did you just play when the weather was nice? Played when the weather was nice. Indoor courts too, but yeah, I pretty much played when the weather was nice. Because okay, so then this gets deep early because of PE. Because both parents are doing that. Was the pressure of being in sports high? The pressure of being active was Got high. It. My dad is a bigger guy. Um, and always, he's just like built like a Viking. Like he's Got just it. solid. Um, and like on the bigger side. And thick dude. Mm-hmm, very uh-huh. thick. Um, and my mom's side of the family has obesity. Okay. And my dad's side also has obesity. So it's always, it was always like this thing that was talked about. Like, Got it. You don't ever want to get to be like aunt so-and-so. You don't ever want to be like, and so it was like It was a stressful image. family oh, thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And it's like. Oh, like my grandparents would always be like, "You're looking really nice. Keep it up." <laughs> like uh, that's image, so wow. image, and that stuff. This is like, grandparents saying. Oh this? yeah, grandparents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, if someone was like, you know, had gained a little bit of weight, it was like it was talked about, and it was like very shameful, and like you don't ever want to be like you know that. So it was unhealthy images of myself were right. innately very young. Um, That's tough when your concrete's still wet like that to be oh, having yeah. to wrestle with all that yeah. shit. Because you don't have you don't have this tools or the skill set yet to be able to handle that. And during that time too, you know, people are basing health and fitness on physical looks. How you mm-hmm. look. How you look as a child mm-hmm. and how you look. So not not really paying attention to how active that kid is or, you know, cause like, you know, it is a thing that once kids hit puberty, like the baby fat or the baby weight or whatever, or whatever. Oh, your like, body's just constantly your body's changing. Just changing. Sure. So you like to judge somebody's act activity based on how they look size wise as a child is so insane. Yeah. And I will say that it all came from love, right? They didn't yes. want me to have to like struggle. Like, oh, you know, yeah. her sister had to struggle or struggle. Like my dad had to struggle or, um, so it, it's tough. It's a real tough, it's a sticky situation. Yeah. Well, um, they didn't have the tools either. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was uh, that's like a generational thing. I think now people, some people are getting better with it, but it's very new. And even with the best intentions, people don't know they're trying to help. And you know, that's, you know, it's, uh, Diet, only now, like, diet has really become, like, a dirty word in the way that it is, you yeah. know, especially for kids and stuff. But, you know, people are just doing their best. Yeah, it was yeah. rough. And my sister, who's not dyslexic, and we're much closer in age than my brother, and I um, could eat whatever she wants. And it was always told to me, Amelia can eat whatever she wants. She's a bottomless pit. You cannot. And it was like, oh. and, like, I just remember, like, wow. I think it was, like, eight or something, and I went on a walk with my mom, and she was like, you just carry your weight here. It's just, it's here and it's just not, it's not cute. It's not cute. <laughs> it's not cute. Yeah. It's like, uh, and I think it was just like a nice way of saying like, don't let it yourself get too far. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. But you know, this is like, my, my parents sent me to fat camp like recently, like over the last six years. They're like, we're giving you this money to you. It will be better for your career. And I'm like, oh my God. Wow. It's always a thing. Like my appearance is a big deal and, and like has not, not been a big deal ever. Um, so yeah. Wow. Oh man, that's, that's intense. Intense, and, and that comes with a whole slew of other things. Of sure, like shame eating and like, oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I think fitness for me is it's very rarely ever been for me, right? Yeah, which is like a tough. That's tough to stick to it. You know? Meaning uh, that it's been a lot of it has been for, like for your parents and for like like to be at a certain place or, or uh, fear based and all that. Yeah, yeah. And, and like 
to reach something that is, that you have been taught or thought to be the ideal for yourself? Yeah. Yeah. I think, well, yeah. I mean, I'm still dealing with all this in therapy, so yeah, we can course. check back. But yeah. yeah. Don't yeah, sound yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can uh, skip this week. It's yeah. good. <laughs> Yeah. We're up to it. I was on a podcast. A guy had some some interesting take. On <laughs> yeah. it. Uh, you're fine, but this yeah. guy, had, yeah, well, had this it, guy, uh, had it, yeah, yeah, not not a true fifth, but um, yeah, but you know, or not a true fourth, but we'll see. Mom's maiden name. Uh, Mom's so, maiden name's there, so <laughs> so we can't base that. Did on you truth. enjoy any of these activities growing up? Did you? Or, yeah, I was. Re- I'm still really great at tennis. I love tennis. So love playing tennis. I like sailing. I like sailing Ooh. alone. Um, like sailing alone, yeah, fucking Moana I, style. Shit. Sure, yeah. Or like uh, the Redford. A lot, but I like to. <laughs> like the Redford movie. Yeah. All is lost. Yeah. Did you guys see that? No. no. Just old on a boat, I think, and dies <laughs> or some shit. Oh, so it's uh, the continuation of the Truman Show. <laughs> oh, it's oh, so God. sad. No. He hits the wall, doesn't he? Yeah, but you just he makes he it back. Yeah. yeah, and then he walks out of the little dome or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I didn't stay. So who is that? What happens? <laughs> he does. Once he, you're like, he, I got he Once he starts sailing off, I'm like, eh, well, he's either gonna hit a wall or he's gonna keep going. <laughs> All right, guys, it. I'm out. I don't need anything else. Yeah. Uh, so your um, how how did you get into sailing? Like, who your your family just, did it? Yeah, it was just a pastime we did in the summer. Um, cool. A pastime? Like everybody just goes to sailing camp and wow. learn, and like that's a, a lot skill, of camps. A skill. Oh yeah, I got sent away. <laughs> I went to boarding school. I got sent away to California to go to tennis camp. Oh wow! Oh, oh yeah. Do you can you do the knots and all that stuff? Yeah, bunch I, of knots. I'd have to brush up. Brush yes. up. Yeah. yeah. I just showed my kid Jaws. Uh, How's that go over? He loved it. He's eight. Yeah. It's a blast. It's a little. Summer's going to be rough this yeah, year. Yeah. Isn't that going to be uh, scary? It's going to be a rough summer. He's not really like a deep ocean swimmer anyway. Yeah. He's like splash around and surf. I, yeah. Jaws fucked me up for the pools. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Any dark bottom pools. I was yeah. Like, I don't know what's down there. You don't know what's down there. I don't know what's down there. Yeah. Could be a great white. Uh, Could yes, be. The movie be. holds up, man. It's great. I know that's not, it's a, considered a classic. Turns out it is. Uh, yeah. Good hot take. Yeah, yeah. good pod. Yeah, you don't yeah. need therapy at all this week. <laughs> yeah. Hot take on Jaws. Yeah. Oh, man, so Guy many tips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, so you're, t- you're tying the knots, you're enjoying camp. How was tennis camp? Tennis camp was great. Fun? Yeah. Oh, man, that's when I like fell in love with California. Northern California. Oh, wh- so how old were you when you did this tennis camp? And- um, I started at nine. Okay. Yeah. God, so you're getting you're getting into the athletic stuff early, and you're athletic because yeah. you're you're doing. Uh, now, are you playing tennis or um, playing any of this for your school as well? Or mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I was on uh, varsity tennis. I was team captain, also team captain of field hockey. Oh hell uh, yeah! Oh okay. Oh, yeah. Were you like a McEnroe on the court, like screaming and stuff, or no, were you good, I wasn't. good sport? But when my sister went to, we went to the same high school together. We were doubles partners. Oh um, cool! And the Bakers, the, the Baker, Baker girls, Baker girls. Um, we did start like a weird like. <sighs> Every single, and we were told to do this because it was like, this is going to get in their heads. And so we did like start this like weird sort of like grunty. Monica Sellis. Thing. It, you know, I'd, I don't still do it. It was, <laughs> it was just for that year. It was for the show. It I was for the show on, of it. Didn't like it. 
Yeah, they were like, wow. yeah, you need to do and like and some weird like footwork too, like squeak, a little squeaky, extra... a little squeaky footwork. Oh, yeah. so they wow. stick it in their heads. Wow, messing Coach with rhythms. Is like a, was wow. a real mind game. Yeah, expert. Yeah. Uh, but you didn't feel like it added that many points. Nah. Did you guys we do were, well? We were a great team. Yeah. You guys were a great yeah. doubles team. Yeah. Did you guys get along, or did you? Yeah, she's my best friend. She lives out here now. Does oh, she great. really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Shit, man. What if the That's fabulous great. Baker girls? Yeah. Doubles. Yeah. doubles. She's super fabulous, by the way. She like runs Lululemon out here now. She just got a like new job where she runs, runs Lulu out here, like the West Coast. I mean, I'm over exaggerating, <laughs> but, but she is uh, the regional manager for Lululemon for oh, man. Greater Los Angeles. Wow. That's gangster. So that is like, gangster. She gets to work out for free. She gets to go to all these places. She Plus goes the on gear. these retreats. Plus all the gear. The gear is yeah. dope. I love the gear. They got good stuff. Really man. great Pants stuff. will cost you over $100, but, but they're, they're always last, my favorite. The last Yeah. Though. Oh, man. They're they bulletproof. Feel good. Yeah. Yeah, I had like a... I, I like I bought like a pair... Like I invested in a pair of pants, and I was like, this would survive a... These would survive a fire. Um, There's been times where I've put on a pair of like sweatpants or something that I'm like, I still have these? <laughs> Why don't I just like... Why don't I just invest in better ones so then I can still go, I still have these, and it be a positive thing? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't scrimp on that. Yeah. Scrimp? Yeah. That's a word, right? Yeah, scrimping is when you take a, a, take a shrimp and you fold it up and you use it again. Yeah. You're scrimping. Scrimping. Um, scrimping them shrimps. Scrimp the shrimp. So so how is food factoring in um, at, oh, this, yes. at, at growing up? Did your parents cook? Did they eat healthy? And this is on top of them telling you that you can't eat as like a, a bottomless pit, like your sister. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, we cooked. I feel like the majority of the time we went out a lot. Um, yeah, man, I I was a bad eater. Was food, and, but by myself. So I would like I have vivid memories of coming home from school and like locking myself in the walk-in pantry and like spoonfulling um, country time, <laughs> just by the spoonful. Wait, as much wait, as the lemonade, like the powdered. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, it was like it was like the powder. Oh, so good! Like the pink lemonade powder. It was like a pixie stick or something. Yeah, exactly. But I could do it by the spoonful. (laughs) Um, I would get get, like canker sores because it's like way too much acidicness in your mouth. Um, Whole rows of Oreos. I would like scoop fluff. Do you guys know what fluff is? Yeah, 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 marshmallow marshmallow fluff. Of course, of course. Oh yeah. So, so are you? Do you? As a family, are you guys eating healthy? Are you guys kind of eating like the all American ish meal at the time? Say pretty healthy. Okay, pretty healthy. But, but you, you have, had some snacks. But in you the have pantry. snacks in the pantry. Hundred percent. Now, are these snacks in the pantry for like? Is this the way that it was kind of put out there? Was it like okay, you guys are going to be able to have these Oreos one day a week type thing, or is it kind of like open season ish? Just watch what you're doing. No, there was designated times. Got it. Yeah, yeah. so they, they would monitor that, yeah. and it was, you're supposed to be reasonable. Sure. But you, because there was the shame around it, you would quarantine yourself and then yeah. just eat to where you were full. Or, you know, I don't or even beyond. Know. Yeah. Just compulsive. Eat I would just done. eat until I was, like, found or, like, hurt or, like, a sneak, like, put it back and, like, put, put you know, if I was eating a whole roll you of slide Oreos. Them forward. Uh, yeah, 100% slide them forward. Slide like, them wasn't forward. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's weird. Yeah. What? Did you buy them like that, Mom? How, yeah. That's so weird. We I. I can totally relate. I yeah. did all the same shit. I this is I grew up in a time where uh, ice cream came in a box. You remember, you remember like they would have like the boxes? It still, it still comes in a box. I feel like a lot Just of them so are you know. like uh, 
like t- lid, there's, there's cylindrical pints, lids. But there's still boxes. Okay, so this is there's still boxes of ice cream. Sure, you can get. A, I guess you can still get a box of ice cream. I feel like all of them now are Love like it. or whatever. So I would like uh, open the box from the other side and then eat from the bottom. Smart. And so then my mom would look at the top because my mom was like monitoring this shit. Like this kid's out of control. <laughs> Got to monitor it just purely from like a financial standpoint. Sure. And you know also you know this health too. But then she would like look and eyeball and be like, no, that's about the same level. But then at a certain point, people would go to get the ice cream and then it would be hollowed down. I just would like leave like a strip. Yeah. Wow. But I would like, you know, and I knew I was going to get caught at some point, but I was just like, I got to have this ice cream. I don't care what the fucking consequences are. This is a good tip. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) This is a great tip. Yeah. I would always just... um, they would obviously see it, but I would try to make it as even as possible. <laughs> so like, yeah. I was like, I was just like, just a skim off the top, just a little oh skim off God. the top. Yeah. You're like a Rembrandt, like fraud, you know, yeah. like you like make it look exactly like, oh, I know my sister's uh, fucking spoon Scope. strokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she's yeah. coming in there with a heavy spoon. Dad's a little grazer, so if I'm doing a dad thing. Are yeah. you, um, do you have a huge sweet tooth or was it just kind of a food tooth? Both, man. Yeah. It's both. It just depends on my mood. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I love ice cream. Um, I love chips. I love snacks. Yeah. I love them. So, okay. So now our, it, so we obviously, there's reasonable restrictions placed on how many sweets you can have. At a certain point, do your parents step in and try to impose some dietary things on sure. you? Sure. We got a cookie jar that like, um, I remember this cookie jar. We were living in Florida. We moved to Florida for a little while. And wow. So- Florida. Detour, okay. Yeah, big Florida detour. We lived on an island, and uh, really, yeah, shit. Uh, and there was this cookie jar that was a dolphin, and every single time you opened it, it was this very loud <gasps> dolphin, like, gah, 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 gah. and so <laughs> it had an alarm so I, on it. Uh huh. So I would have to like be like, I have to open it, but I have to push this button before it goes off. It was like a whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. So that was one thing, like a heist. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> then there was like a well. Why don't you start running in the morning? Um, and that was like in middle school. That could have even was that my? Can you hear my tummy? Could not oh hear gosh, it. Gosh, that was a rumble. That was a big rumble. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you got a rumbling in guys, the tumbling. I fasted to come here. And this <laughs> pineapple mousse Lacroix is making a lot of noises yeah. in my tummy. Okay, we um, cannot hear it at all. You sound perfect. Cool, great. We can cut that out. Yeah. Anyway, uh, probably won't. Probably won't, and that's okay. People <laughs> will know all about my digestiveness. We'll sell the episode based on that. Yeah, yeah. I hope so. A peek into Deborah Baker Jr.'s digestive system. Uh, so I, I, my mom, I started. My mom made me start doing morning jogs. Yeah, same kind of thing. Yeah, wow. I would do morning jogs. I would do afternoon jogs, like on the beach. Um, and we're talking about like ten years old. We're talking about like yeah. middle schoolish. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. My mom didn't tell me why either. She was just like, "You should need. You need to start." Oh, I was told why. You were told why. <laughs> okay, I was told why. Um, yeah, That's, how did you it, couch it was, that as more, a kid? It was what? more of like fear of you don't want to become your aunt. You don't want to become your aunt. Because um, I have two aunts who are morbidly obese. And that was, to this day, like my mom still talks about it. I'm like, mom, like maybe we should just like talk about like their feelings. Yeah. yeah. And like stop shaming them in front of the whole family at this like, you know, it's it's and they're her so sisters. horrific to watch. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. Are they, they're not privy to this, though, but it's behind their back, or are they... No, it would be like, 
stop that. Don't eat that. You don't want that. You don't want that. And it's like, like, so painful. Um, And we're my dad's side of the family. We just talk about it behind closed doors. It's very like, you know, (laughs) yeah. Um, Unhealthy in different ways. Yeah. uh, Totally unhealthy. My, my mom's Lebanese. So food's like a huge part of that culture. And food is delicious. It's so good. Um, But I didn't know I was Lebanese growing up like at all. We were French because we were Americanized very fast. Um, So uh, we're French. We're French. And your dad is everything Aryan. Um, But uh, yeah, so I had no idea. I I know nothing about my culture. Wow. It's so sad. My grandmother has passed. So I like I can't ask for any of these things. But um, nor do I think I can like go to Lebanon anytime soon. Yeah. Um, it's a bummer. Good friend of mine is Lebanese. There's a great Lebanese restaurant in the Valley called Carnival. Ooh. It's great. Gotta yeah. Go. He's like, he's like a total stickler for Lebanese food and like where you can get good stuff in this place is like his, is his all time favorite. Ooh. Yeah. Good to know. And Tips. they can do catering and stuff too. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. You own it. <laughs> right. So I got a little stock in it. Yeah. yeah. We got yeah. It's yeah. the best, all right? Yeah. Dumbbells 20 yeah. is your promo code. <laughs> promo code. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. Um, cool. French I'm going to use it. I'm going to use it. Yeah. French is it. You're a French baker. You're a French. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Stang, are you running outside at all? Moving outside? Yeah, dude. Yeah, man. I mostly move outside. Yeah, because it's hot. It's hot. You're it's moving hot. and grooving outside. I'm moving sometimes and grooving. You're, you know, sometimes you're walking to the coffee shop. Sometimes you're sitting in the coffee shop. I'm Hell, I'm skipping to the coffee sometimes shop. You're, so you're trying to get a workout in. Yeah, or babe. you'll be sitting there trying to do work. Or it's workout time. And it's time for your pair of headphones. And people are going to be looking at yours and going like, dang, those are dope. Yep. You know why? Because you're rocking those Raycons, and I, so am I, baby. I got Raycons. Look, I'm at a coffee shop. I'm doing the robot. I can't have wires jammed into my phone no. or herky-jerking around. I don't need I no need stems. I need the freedom. We say this every time. I don't need no stems. I don't need no stems. I wish TLC came out with a song that says, I don't need no stems. Stems? I don't no, need no, no stems. because stems are bad. <laughs> and that would have been the song, and it would have been a hit. And it you know where a, you, It's a banger of a hit. And you'd listen to them on your Raycon Earbuds, which start at about half the price of any other premium wireless he- um, earbuds on so, the market. Yeah, wireless is the way to go these days. And these things, if you want to get something that sounds good, they ain't cheap. Dude, yeah. They're, but, they're expensive, but, but that's why you got Raycon. They're the best. The, half the price. These premium wireless earbuds sound amazing. And the company was co-founded by Ray J and loved by celebrities like me. Snoop Dogg. Me too. Me again. Me again. Snoop Dogg again. You think Snoop Dogg knows what he wants to hear? Yeah, man. He does. He does. He's a music guy. You think Ray J has a thought or two about how things should sound? Yeah. Yeah, he's a recording artist. They do. (laughs) Ask Snoop Dogg. You know, he's, he's in a song right now where it's all about being happy and all about being, you know, be nice. Right. He's listening to it on his Raycons. He is. His Raycons E50 wireless earbuds have totally changed the game. They just have. They're so comfortable and they're easy to take anywhere. Yeah, here's what I like about them. I got a I got a narrow ear canal. Do you know that about me, Huge? I don't I try not to look that deep into your ears. Yeah, take a look. It's a teensy weensy little ear canal. Got it. But these Raycons came with a bunch of different fits. Yeah. So I can f- I can jam them in my goofy shaped ears because they got a bunch of different fits for me and they work perfectly. And plus, sometimes I get freaked out because I I want to make sure that mine are charged. The carrying case is the charger. It's baby. the charger, baby. 
That's awesome. The little pod they live in, you just plug that some bitch into the wall and it charges right up on you. <laughs> they don't just look great. They sound great as well. Oh, so totally. This is, this is the way that they're doing it. And this is the way that I love them. And I have the white ones. He has the black and blue ones. I got the black and blues. <laughs> <laughs> and there's, there's various colors for everybody and everyone to like switch it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, whatever you're into. <laughs> Everybody's got the fetish, you know? Everybody does. Everybody, everybody does. does. And everybody would love these fun colors, unbeatable prices. No, so they look cool. Listen to this. Go to buyraycon.com slash dumbbells and get 20% off your order. 20% off already reasonable pair, if not, I would have to say, inexpensive pair of earbuds for the great sound, great look. You're getting 20% off by going to buyraycon.com slash dumbbells. Yeah, 20% you, off. And if you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get an amazing deal. Yeah. One more time, guys. Buyraycon.com slash dumbbells. That's for 20% off your Raycon wireless earbuds. Huge savings. Um, so you're running so you're running in the morning, Lebanese food, you're eating American fare. I'm eating American fare, yeah. Um, now, are your siblings also getting some of the? Like, I know your sister is not getting it. Is your brother getting any of this? My brother was so little. Mm-hmm. We're nine and a half years apart, so okay. he was a baby. Got um, it. I think he got it a little bit older, but I was at boarding school when he was going through all that time. So uh-huh. I don't know. Um, it was mostly me. My sister could eat and do whatever. She was a string bean. Yeah. So what about your brother now? Is he? Um, yeah, I think he deals with a lot of the same things I deal with. Yeah. Yeah. Parents also run out of energy too. You know, like firstborn, they're like on you, you know, and all this, all this. And then, but you know, they kind of yeah. like level off a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, a lot of pressure too. There was always a lot of pressure. Like you're the oldest, so you have to set an example. Oh, wow. Like, yeah. That's tough. Yeah. So, Oof. okay. So how Oof. does, so w- where did you find this manifesting itself most negatively? I mean, did you... Like in high school, were you starting to deal with some some body dysmorphia issues then? And where or? were you, like, as far as in your own mind, but also just, like, when you look back, like, physically, were you, did you, because you were shame eating or this or that, were, but you were still very active in varsity, whatever, were you still in good I mean, shape? I mean, clearly did, you were healthy. If yeah. If you can, like. Be competitive at doubles tennis and ten, be the captain of the tennis team. You're healthy. You yeah, right. I think, um, sure. I, healthy is relative, though, because I don't, I wasn't mentally healthy. I don't, okay. I, okay. I don't think I had a, have had a good relationship with who I am, Deborah Baker Jr., looking in the mirror, looking at myself, probably since I couldn't tell you. Right. Like, I don't have memories of looking in the mirror and being like, ooh, you got this girl. Like, I love you. Um, I don't which is, like, so heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, high school was rough. I went to an all-girls boarding school, which was a lot easier than going and being, like, constantly feeling I have to, like, hope boys like me. Yeah. Um, but I, I learned a lot of bad habits at an all-girls boarding school. Um, lots of real fun eating disorders. Yeah. Um, oh, just, no. like, a hotbed of those. Um, and so I began throwing up in high school and I remember I, f- I collapsed on the cross country, um, course and they brought me to the nurses and they're like, she's not eating. And 
Um, man, did I look good though? Oh. <laughs> um, oh, <no. laughs> uh, but my mom, she flew up from Florida, and we went and saw a nutritionist because the school was like, she needs to, like, she's not eating, and blah, blah, blah. Um, and the nutritionist was like, so are you throwing up? And I just remember my mom just being like, she doesn't throw up. She doesn't like throwing up. And so it was, I was like, oh, this is my, this was, that was like a moment. moment. I looked back and I was like, that's a moment that I really could have like started this journey of like really yeah. self love. And um, no, I was like heavy handed by Deb Baker Sr. <laughs> um, oh, no. But I, I think it just came from her just being like, no, 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 there's nothing wrong with her. She's fine. And like, she's, she's okay. Um, right. From a good place. Cause I don't, I don't think my mom's malicious, but um, she doesn't know any better. Was your mom born in the States? She was, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm, in Boston. Got it. All right. Uh, yeah, I, I had a, a girlfriend, like my first real long, long-term girlfriend um, before I got married was in college and she suffered from an eating disorder and she had a good, her, she had a good relationship with her mom but it was the same kind of thing to where she she had it in high school and like the mom her her mom and her just couldn't meet on it and her mom wouldn't acknowledge that it was sure. going on and uh we like saw like a therapist together cuz i was like i can't i don't know how to help you like i can't and like it was actually beneficial cuz the therapist would be like it doesn't you can't say she looks good enough to her to solve this it's not going to it's not you can't compliment her out of this this ain't going to happen um so that was kind of like comforting as somebody that was like a partner in this, you know? Um, but like, yeah, a lot of it was trying to figure out with the, what, with her mom. And like, you see it dramatized in movies or TV to where parents will be like tyrants. And it's not always that it's not always clear as that. No, yeah. it's I that. think, I think it's so important. Like guys, I'm in therapy. So <laughs> our, par- our parents are just doing their best. They're doing the absolute best yeah. they possibly can. They're yeah. trying to do better than what their parents gave sure. them. And I think it, th- so much stems from just like, you, you, I don't know. What is it? You get the the genes for it, or you, it's passed down to you. Yeah. What's the word Hereditary? I mean? Hereditary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Genetic. Or, Genetic. Well, I don't know. It's nature just, nurture. Eh, all of those things. Sure. <laughs> we'll move on. Um, it, yes. Uh, they're just trying to do their best, and I I think I, I don't think my parents are bad right. parents. Yes. You know. Um, I just, these are the cards I was dealt and yeah. doing it, man. And that moment of them going like, is she vomiting? And your mom covering it up for you is either we can handle this ourselves. We don't need this outside person taking care of it. Yeah. Or, yeah, our family problems are our family problems or, you know. Yeah. Um, or just a, few, a pure just denial. I don't, I don't believe yes. it. Yeah. Or a pure denial, yeah. which is, yeah. yeah. Um, Not my kid. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, that's wild. You're right there and you're like the life preservers being thrown out to you. Yeah. Jesus. Okay. And you knew it. You knew it in that moment. Or you know it now going back to that moment. That, that I knew it in that moment of, oh, I've just been, honestly, in that moment I was like, oh, thank goodness I don't have to talk about this. Got it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just some like, relief she there. she kind of just saved me there. Like I don't actually have to like admit to the, sh- the shamefulness of like that or like putting myself, you know, it's still my secret. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I don't think my mom actually thought I was. Oh, she, oh, I you, don't think so. Oh, okay. We don't talk about these things. Um, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Did so did you make an attempt to, to stop or, or did you just kind of continue that all through high school? It was a lot of binge eating. It was a lot of, um, starving myself. It was a very unhealthy. Yeah. Um, and even like I can say now, like I'm like, man, did I look good back then? But in that, I didn't, I'm 
Right. Hindsight's twenty twenty, man. Like you I, didn't feel I, it. I look back and I'm like, why didn't you just love yourself then? You looked great. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Body dysmorphia. Oof. Yeah. Oof. It's still like still, you know, and there would be like, you take a picture of yourself and look at it. Can't you see? And like, I can't see it uh-huh. until years later, where I'm like, oh, I actually do look at that picture. <laughs> uh-huh. Like yeah. it's, oh man, it's a fucked up. Ugh. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, you do. You need help. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. There's, there's like you can't, you you can't think your way out of it. No. You know, you've got to do the work, whatever that work is, work, yeah. however it looks. Like that's an old, you know, an addict thing where you can't think yourself out of this addiction. No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. So okay. So it's it it comes and goes and it it manifests itself in all these different ways and uh, you're trying all these. What? When did you start? Well, let's say, okay, so let's walk us through it. Do you go to college? Where do you go to school? So I went to the American Academy of Dramatic Arts in Hollywood, California. Uh-huh. Were you um, doing theater in high school? I was. And that was positive for you? You enjoyed it? Hugely positive. Okay. I went to an all-girls boarding school who's known for horseback riding, but I did the theater. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was great. I loved it. Uh, I don't need a horse to perform. I do not. Uh, let me shine over here. Uh, yeah. And then I applied to a bunch of colleges and then I got into the American Academy. I went to the New York program for a little while and then I came out here to LA. Okay. So did you, um, and did these, did these issues carry over into that or did you get, Oh yeah. <laughs> Cause we have like tons of family friends who are in the biz and like the first thing she needs is a trainer and the like, you know, it's all Holy oh, shit. man. So like I came out here and I got a trainer Holy and shit. I like, ah, oh, man, I was doing everything. Um, <laughs> Just push, guys. I'm still dealing with it. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. Still I mean, it's a li- it. you're basically telling us a lifetime of this being not only you don't have the second to breathe for you to actually look at yourself in the mirror, but you're also getting this pushed upon you. Oh yeah, or put upon you, even for like even if there were these moments where you could kind of see the light or get yourself out of it you're getting kind of bombarded with so many outside influences. Definitely. That it's, you know, it's hard for you to go like, well, even if I do feel good, like people are telling me that I need this too. Oh, yeah. It's 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 rough. I had like a terrible boyfriend who was like, oh, it, yeah, it was from coming from so many different sure. places. And uh, it's to this day, like I'm working on a show and there's these girls that are so, they're beautiful. Everyone's so beautiful. All humans are beautiful. Like, let's just yeah. love our bodies. And like in the makeup trailer, they were just talking about, they're like, oh man, did you hear about this? Like <laughs> this new strain of weed that you can like, it will suppress your appetite. And I like, I was like, okay, don't, don't spiral. Don't spiral. Yeah. Why are they worried about like, we're losing weight. You're fine. You're fine. You're beautiful. <laughs> Deborah, you're beautiful. It's fine. You don't need it. <laughs> like, yeah. But I like went home and I was like, what is the strain? <laughs> um, I need it. <laughs> man. Cause I've done all of them. I've done all the diets, all the fad diets, man. I was doing like some weird powder that, made me lose like 30 pounds what Uh, oh yeah wow complete departure from country time yeah yeah Yeah. uh tasted a little bit like country time though (laughs) so it was like an easy transition (laughs) you're like ooh, i feel like i'm in back in the pantry in boston oh man (laughs) waiting to hear footsteps um i like uh like i was feeding these neighbors dogs and they're like you can eat whatever you want and they didn't have any food but i found pie filling in their pantry and i ate that (laughs) <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't need a fucking crust. I'll just do the pie filling, dude. You, what was it just pumpkin? No, it's like a uh, apple. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd yeah. be good for you. It's sure. in a can. Yeah, just I waiting. Mean, who knows? 
Yeah. Who knows what, what year that thing was canned. Good for you. This uh, was last week? This was last week. Delicious, yeah. I'm sure. I'm glad I did it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's tough. I mean, I would say even if you have a perfect, you're lucky enough to have like a perfect upbringing with the most, you know, like woke, aware, present parents that know all the right things to say. You get dealt the perfect hand. <laughs> if you do any kind of career in television or TV, like there it even, it'll rattle you, man. Yeah. Even if you're so, let alone coming into it with already like uh, the deck stacked against you, you sure. know, with having some challenges growing up, that's tough. Yeah. Cause it'll get even the, even like your, you know, these girls that you're talking about that, you know, they're like, we got to, you know, it's like, what do you have to lose? There's nothing left on you to lose. And, you know, and you're moving to L.A. to pursue the thing that is making you feel great inside. Sure. Yeah. And then getting destroyed based on everything outside and Hollywood in general that, like, it's just like the, you know. Yeah, we the had. The perfect storm of what, where am I and who am I. Yeah. Um, and this is, and this is during the time. Your college years, so we're talking about like eight, like we're talking about formative, mm-hmm. formative time right here. Yeah, we had some other uh, guests talk about their experience with eating disorders. Angela Golner and Melissa Stevens, and they were they were saying that um, the tricky thing with food because it parallels a lot of like addict behavior, mm-hmm. and so like you can work programs, and there, a lot of the treatments are similar to addiction. But the problem is, is that food. You have to have, yeah. So you can't abstain it's from like food. It's the hardest one. It's the hardest it one. The hardest there's one. no, there's no way around it. You're constantly having to expose yourself to whatever this trigger or weakness is. And you need it to survive. You need it to survive. Where everything else is an attic for you know a thing that you mentally think you need to survive. Or you know now you've changed the science of your body to actually need it chemically for a while. Um, but this is something that sustains life. Yeah. So where so where do you find when do you start to feel like I need to to get some help or I I, I got to get off this roller coaster? Where do you find yourself? Oh man, I'm still on the roller coaster. Well, still, yeah, or still uh, yeah. now. Help. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think. But I guess to like at least get onto the track of being able to a talk about it and b notice when you're having like. The moments of up and down and being able to like kind of, or when did you intellectually see like okay I, yeah. something's got to change here? Um, Whether it did or it didn't. Yeah, I think I've had moments like <laughs> I've had moments of pure clarity, um, but then those moments go into a real dark place, yeah. which is unfortunate. But um, yeah, when I'm obviously when you're working out and you're feeling good, like it's just it's like almost addictive in that in itself. And so yeah. I would get really addicted to working out and unhealthy habits and that would start out at all with good intentions. Um, I think, I mean, this is, this is like not a very uplifting comedy uh, podcast, but no, no, um, no, it's great. Don't yeah, worry. I think the most recent sort of like aha moment, if you will, was last year I got very suicidal and it got to like a really, really dark place of like making plans and things like that. And oh, um, no, no. my husband you know, he was a champ and he was like, we're going to go, we're going to figure this out. Yes. And so I, I, you know, I talked to somebody and this is like a whole slew of other things of like traumatic things have happened. It's not just like eating many, even more important things, uh, sort of 
came to this accumulation of this point. But, a uh, big bag of hammers. Ooh, baby. You, you it was like it. every hammer in the hardware store came down <laughs> oh, no. all at once. Um, and so and, and in there, I sort of like started this self-love mm-hmm. journey. Um, and that's kind of where I am. I'm like only really a year into this journey. It's really scary and hard, but man, it pays off. Gosh, that's incredible. I mean, as you seem, you seem so, and this is a good lesson for people. We had PFT talk about depression and like, he's one of those guys that's like similar to you and like how, yeah, I mean, you're, he goes by PFT just like you go by DBJ, but I would say that you're acting or your comedic persona, you know, is so light and fun that it's hard to imagine you being in a dark place, but it's good for people to hear that because it's relatable. I mean, every, you know. Yeah, yeah, we, it doesn't, all, we yeah. all have the dark places, and it, I would, I don't know, I feel like it's the ones that you think that are the most fine that are the ones that you need to be checking on. Yeah. yeah. Um, at least in my case. Like, yeah. It, yeah, it got real dark real fast. Um, but I have an amazing therapist, um, awesome. and she's really helped me sort of like self-love and be okay with, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm eating, like I'm eating so much, like I'm in this depression and I'm like self-soothing eating. And she's like, who cares? Let's just take care of you first. And so like, which is like really hard for my yes. eating disorder because I'm like, oh my God, I'm the heaviest I've ever been in my entire life, but I kind of feel okay. Mm-hmm. And then to just like, then to be working again and or get onto a set, which is like, oh, it just derails you because you get into yeah. like the fittings and they're like, well, you're not a size 10, like oh, you said man. on your size card. And I'm like, I thought I was. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's like, we do not have clothes for you. Like that's the worst. Uh, like you're sitting there and you have to like, like stand there and like, okay. And they're taking pictures of you yeah. to send to network. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's the worst. Um, <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ. Fuck. So, yeah, it's... it's and oh, we it's choose this as our career? I know. Yeah. What, I what are it. we doing, guys? Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> this is wild. Because I'm living the dream, though. I'm living the dream. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's a lot of highs and lows, and I don't, you know, I don't have any of the answers, but I'm trying, and, like, the best, the, the, uh, best thing that have come out of this, like, last year is, like, yeah, there's been a lot of like dips and there's been a mm-hmm. lot of setbacks, but I'm, I keep trying. Yeah. So. Yeah. And you're here. I'm here. And that's fucking amazing. And yeah. we love it. And you're here for us and you're telling people about it. And it's just like, it's huge. And those hammers fucking hit hard. And I think, you know, that mentality of the ones that you think are the most fun, you, you have to keep an eye out because those hammers, when, those ones that are fun, they can be loud and they can be fun, but that also means that the lows get real low for those, you know, like those emotions. Yeah. Yeah, and also everybody peak. just, there's nobody checking in because you just assume, Yeah, you know, they're fine. Yeah. yeah. They're so happy. They're fine. They're so happy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, Catherine Burns did this show, and she had this great take on, uh, like, constantly reminding herself to live in the positive. And it sounds like such an obvious thing and I'll, I'll ex- she explained it better than I'll be able to do, but it was so much of the time we'll exercise because of this eminent fear that's either placed in ourselves by us or by our parents or whatever. Like, I don't want to end up like this or I don't want to get heavy or I don't want to, you know, I don't want to, you know, be embarrassed of my body or whatever it is. So you work out for that reason. And then whatever good the exercise does for you mentally is gone. 
because the motivation behind it is all fucked up. Right. right. So, you know, not, not everything you do in the gym is just for your biology. Like there's a lot of positive mental stuff it can do. And so she said for her, it, it has, she has to consciously remind herself like, why am I doing that? I'm doing this to feel good. I'm doing this to make my body strong. I'm doing this for my mind. I'm doing it, you know, and it like, if you get too tied up in like the looks or the aesthetics of it, then it just becomes like this negative shitty thing. So what would normally be like a pressure valve release or something that you're doing that's positive or something that promotes self-worth or is con- considered an esteemable act now be- is tied up in this negativity. Yeah. And yeah. so, yeah, I think, you know, having help, you know, like a good support group, like your husband or like a therapist to where you just have to take the steps and do the work of, you know, self-love, like, oh, I'm eating, you know, to self-soothe or whatever. It's like bullshit. You had a good meal. Like enjoy the meal. Yeah. You had fun. You yeah. laughed, yeah. you know? That's and it's hard, you know, because it's like the default wants to go back to that kind of negative space. Yeah. So if you're beating yourself up for every meal, you're beating yourself up for every workout. There's not a ton to like look forward to. Yeah. You know, and that can really hating and hating healthy meals. Like you know, it's just so like I got to do this again in order for me to have that, and it's just Mm -hmm. like, yeah, you you gotta. You're never giving yourself a break. No. Yeah. So I think, yeah, whatever it takes to make that shift, you know, uh, and there's all, that's why therapy is good. And like that talk therapy, because they, they know the tricks. I mean, they know how to, you're not the first one that's been through something similar. And so they have that experience. Everybody's different. Which is also great to know that when you're talking to a therapist, that even though your experience, your personal experience is different because every person goes through something different. The fact that you're not the only one who has gone through it means that there's other people that have gone through it. And it's just like, oh, thank goodness. I think that's so, and I think that's also been so comforting in the whole process. And also just like talking about my story and talking about like the really dark places I've been in and just being transparent and open about it. Yeah. And, not laughing it off, but finding some humor in it. And sure. to, like, it has been such a godsend for me to hear some people be like, dude, me too. I actually had that. And it's been like, oh my gosh, like this isn't this shameful thing. Yeah. This is just like a human experience. Um, not everybody has it, but like, I'm not alone. And that's right. it's such a huge, I mean, that's why groups are great. Yeah. Um, that's why, yeah. If you find a group that works for you, do it, go. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, that's been really nice. Yeah. That's been a great thing out of therapy. Also, I think finding like the good workout, because there, I, I don't know. I do this Y7 yoga now. Oh, yeah. So tell us about this. Yeah. So what are you doing? What a dream, guys. There's no mirrors. It's completely dark inside with just like lovely little candlelights. And then they play hip hop music. And it is <laughs> nice. infrared um, heated. So it's like you're warming from the inside out. It doesn't smell like in some of those like Bikram, no offense to Bikram, not my thing, but, um, you go in there, it just smells like BO or just like really dirty balls. And I don't like it. Um, <laughs> that's but, what BO is though, right? D- yes. Ball odor. It is ball odor. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Bikram's great for some people. And if that's your thing, great. Eugene but, loves um, the founder of it, right? Yeah. 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 That dude. Yeah. No. Totally yeah. cool. Yeah. No. He's so, BFFs. Yeah. Yeah. He's a scumbag. Yeah. Yeah, he's the worst. <laughs> yeah. um, anyway, uh, you go in and 
it's really, really clear. You do three flows, you do them three times, and the first one is like slow, the second one is one breath, and the third one, they just crank the music, and you can do whatever you want. If you want to do that that your way, if you just want to like practice on headstands, if you just want to hang out in child's pose, because sometimes it's really fucking hard, um, or like really hot, and it is so lovely. Their like whole message the whole time is like, you're doing this for you. Like, yeah. you know, and like, what is your intention or making your practice about someone else is also like so lovely and beautiful. Um, I don't know. I love you. Wow. Yeah. That's why seven. So is why this seven? a national chain or they, is, I think they have a couple studios in New York and they have two studios in LA. There's one in Silver Lake. Um, Right near Dinosaur Coffee. I get a Dinosaur Coffee right afterwards. It's <laughs> oh, delightful. Nice. Um, and I think they have one in WeHo. Okay. Maybe. Okay. So hopefully they're branching out more. Yeah. I it's mean, great. I, yeah. It really is. And, and I, Wednesdays I, and Sundays is like they have like battles. So it'll be like Ariana Grande versus like 2 Chains, or, you know. Hilarious. Yeah. Music wise? Yeah. Yeah. That's so great. <laughs> what did you think it was? They like had a video game contest? No, I thought that people would yoga off. Oh, yoga? No, it's yoga. not about that. I'll pitch it. I know, but <laughs> a yoga off would be soothing and fun. Yoga off? A yoga off, yeah. A yoga off. Uh, you know, just to see somebody just gently get into a pose and then everybody going, damn! <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. That would be pretty cool. That would be great. Uh, you could make a whole series, like a franchise. Yeah, like step uh, up? Movies? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Step, step up. up. Yoga yeah. off? Yoga, yoga off? Yoga you, yeah. Yoga off. Yoga off. Yoga off three. Yeah. So on and so forth. Yeah. Yoga off junior. Yeah. Yoga off three D. Yeah. Yoga off three D. Yeah. Summertime is here. That's not a real song. It's not a real song, but summertime really is here. It really it's- is. And you know, like you might be saving for a summer vacation or trying to put a down payment on a house or a or, wedding or a wedding. People get married in the summer yeah. a lot. Huge. I or, don't know if or you they know start that. saving for, you know, uh, a wedding now and they're getting married in, in the year. fall. Yeah. Or they're getting married a year from now. Or there's maybe the, an emergency fund that like, you know, you're a grown up and you're trying to like make sure that things are, um, are taken care of for the future. Right. Even if you're a kid at heart, you still got to take care of things for the future. Yeah. And you can start saving for things like these with Twine. Now, Twine is awesome because it is a um, is an app for saving money towards your financial go- goals. Yeah. Yeah. So, and what's interesting about Twine, you can, work, you can do it individually or you can do it with a partner. Yeah. So that's what we were talking about, like, you know, saving for a house or saving sure. for a marriage. You and your partner are saving for something together. Twine and its features simplify that for yeah, you. Yeah. You can save with cash saving account or you can invest in a portfolio, a portfolio that's customized for you based on your needs. Yeah. It's real easy. So Twine is an, it works as an app. And you can download it from the app store, get it on your iPhone, your iPad, or your your touch. Yeah. And uh, you got to be over eighteen, but it has a real simple four a real simple four step process to get going. Number one, you do your goal setup, so whatever you're going to save for. Two, you create the account. Three, you link link the bank, and then four, you confirm the details. Isn't that a yeah, yeah. That's a slam great. dunk. Yeah. So, because I think people get a little, you know, when investment stuff comes up or savings or plans are a little like wary of it. So here you have this 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 service that's kind of right. helping you along those ways. And the way and the way that the Twine app is used is, um, you do an automatic deposit from your bank to Twine, and they and they can like you know, just set it, forget it, you know, and uh, and and save without even trying. 
Yeah, it's cool. It doesn't take much to get going. All you need is five bucks and two minutes to get started. Two you, minutes? You got two minutes? You got five bucks, Eugene? I mean, we've been talking for two minutes. Yes, yeah, so you could. You, we could have saved for our future in this amount of time. Yeah. So oh, right now, great. Twine is offering you fifteen dollars to help you save for your goals. Just go to twine.com/dumbbells, and when you open up the first goal, Twine will add fifteen dollars to your account. What? Yeah. So you just go to twine.com/dumbbells today. For $15 towards your first saving goal. Isn't that awesome? It is. It really is. I'm jealous of it. Start saving with Twine by going to twine.com slash dumbbells. Twine's like, look, you guys got to help other people save, and we're going to help them with this 15 buckaroos. Yeah. But we ain't going to do anything for you guys. And you can do it with a partner. You do it with a partner. Like me and you can do it. We could save. Let's. What should we save for? I don't want to talk to you about that. Fair enough. Okay. Everybody knows that it's healthy, quote-unquote, to move your body as much as you can, be active. But finding the thing that is going to be fun for you, it's crazy how much better that is of, like, you know, doing it for you is. Rather than going, like, I need to work out because I ate this cupcake and I need to look look at the Yeah, that's the negative. Know, the, the that's calories. because, yes, you because, know, reactionary. As because of this, to- because of this, because I've eaten too much, because I've put on... 15 pounds in the last two years or two months. I need to work out, and you're not even looking at yourself the same way, and you're not even working out the same way as the moments that you can remember or maybe never had of going like, ooh, I feel stronger, I feel better, or this is fun. Yeah, and that's not to say that I still don't have that voice in my head oh. when I go to the yoga classes. <laughs> like, for sure, I'm like, right. oh, yeah, I can do this, and then like maybe I can have a big sandwich tonight. Or sure. Like, oh, I didn't work out at all. But there are moments, and I'm, it's becoming more and more about just getting on the mat and having that be the practice and having it be, like, there's something so freeing about in yoga that there is no right, and you are exactly where you're supposed to be. Right. Um, and just that mantra, and if you can get on your mat for an hour every day and that have, you know, your 10 minutes of shavasana and, like, forced meditation, it's, oh, man... I'm a better person. Yeah. Yeah, that's... That sounds... That's yoga, and that's why they call it a practice, too, because you don't... It's not... You don't get good at it. It's not uh, about being good. I've You're tried just, to take a bunch of yoga pro classes. Oh. <laughs> that's probably why I hate it's it. Because it's because you're hanging out with your Bikram buddy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you a yoga pro? I'm like, not yet. <laughs> you can become one if you come into this hot, balls, stanking yeah. room. It's just the dirty balls. Room. Dirty balls. <laughs> like dirty balls, dude. Hey, hey, this is dirty balls. Are you sure I'm supposed to be in here? Yeah, yeah. bro. You want to be a pro? <laughs> Bruh? It's a little John song. Yeah. Dirty balls. Dirty uh, balls. Right? Yeah, it, it is. is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Uh, Lost to Ariana Grande, though. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that it's Ariana, Ariana Grande? Huh. Because she's Italian. We, um, I have been saying it incorrect this whole time. It's supposed just supposed to be grandi. Grandi, yeah. Grandi, yeah. Ariana Grandi, yeah. I don't believe. Is that? I how, swear to God, that's how she introduces herself. Mm-mm. She, I don't know. She's uh, she, she makes. I think she's like playing. Like I don't think she's trying to say that she's Latina, but I don't think she corrects people. But I, it's grandi. It's like one hundred percent grandi. Well, but maybe it's a stage name of Ariana Grande though. 
You know what I mean? It could be. I don't. I. I think she, she thinks Starbucks just messed up with her last name. <laughs> is that what happened? And then she it went, is, "Hey, that's like you know what? Everybody already knows yeah. how to say it. We'll just keep it. That's a hook. <laughs> yeah, that's why I go by you guy now because of Starbucks. You guy, what you say? I didn't introduce. Like you write it phonetically then, so that you could say my name correctly. But don't you guy? If homeboy, if homeboy writes it down as you guy, you don't have to say you guy. The level of panic in there on the names and the pronunciations. U G I N E. You guy, bud. Phonetic it. Use the U. I get it. And then go J E A N. Do it. Just so you're making it easy for homeboy who just made me, you know, an Americano. An Americano. Please. I would not be able to work at Starbucks. There's no it. way. There's no way. Yeah. I would mispronounce every name. I wouldn't be able to spell anyone's names. Maybe I should work at Starbucks, yeah, actually. I gotta... Maybe I have all of the things. That, it's just like you just need to be dyslexic. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You just like sweat. You just like triple. You just have to, yeah. Yeah. Triple, uh, half calf, double Back in shot, the day when I... three pumps for mustache guy. Yeah. There you yeah. go. There yeah. for must... Back when I worked at Starbucks early on in New York. Uh, you you worked have... at a Starbucks? Yeah. You didn't have Ooh. to say the name yet. Wow. It was just a drink order. It was just a drink order. And it would get bananas. You'd be like double espresso, no foam latte. And then they'd come over. But you didn't have to be like, for you, Gine. I know you were a barista. <laughs> yeah, girl. Uh, so this is an interesting reveal from Eugene. We get one every week. Uh, so how was it? Um, it was my, my <laughs> junior. It was my sophomore year of college. College worked at one on. Um, so Starbucks is pretty cool, then, right? Yeah, Starbucks is cool. There's not that many. You can't look across the street and see another one. There was one on 86th Street, which was the big one yeah. that my buddy Ron worked at, 86th and Lex. And I worked at the new one that was like on 91st and 2nd. Nice. This is when Starbucks was still doing all the jewel tones, yeah? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I walk into some people's homes and I'm like, ugh, this looks like an old Starbucks. Um, they were heavy on the jewel tones. Real heavy on yeah, the jewel tones. <laughs> yeah. And the Italian light fixtures, which uh, nobody oh. should invest in. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. The jewel yeah. tones and the jewel tunes. Yeah, yeah. it really was. Yeah. Jewel tunes, jewel tones, and puka shell, huge puka shells <laughs> as light fixtures, yeah. basically. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It, yeah. It was just like. Awful. Yeah. They were, they, they were at an Italian bistro. Yeah. Um, and then I and then I got transferred to the 86th street one and I remember Daryl Hammond coming in all the time oh wow that's a good sighting yeah um, I don't know because I was just too busy going like this is what he actually looks like every time he came. Oh yeah, because he's always in makeup. He's right? always like dressed as Bill Clinton or whatever. Yeah, whenever I've seen him, so it's just like every time I look at him, I'm like, huh, this guy's like a man of many faces. It always bumps me the case. They'll have the case of all the food there, and then you'll point at what you want, and then they just go get it from somewhere else. Yes. Bef- now they do. Now they, before it was before behind. It was like, yeah, is in Coffee the case. bean, they'll give you what's behind the case. Yeah. So you can be like, ooh, that one. No, 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 no. Up. Coffee bean, they get it from, from some drawer somewhere, and they give you some sloppy version you of mean, it. You mean Starbucks now? Oh, yeah, yeah. Starbucks. Starbucks yeah. now, they pull it out of a piece of plastic, and then they lay it out. Yeah. yeah. It's real. Yeah. I'm, I'm a coffee snob. I really am. You are. I'll, I'll go ahead in a minute right now. I don't go to Starbucks. Yeah, it's, I don't like the taste. I only go I there in a pinch. Yeah. Uh, my go-to, I live in like coffee mecca of yeah. like oh, hipster yeah. coffee in downtown Los Angeles. So I'm, uh, I just hop around to Maru 
and Blue Bottle, Stumptown is right there. Stumptown is yeah. right there, yeah. It's real nice. Blue Bottle's great if you got the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'll make you wait there. Yeah. Go get them Tigers right there. Oh, oh right. Nice. Yeah. Do you make coffee at home? Sometimes I have pour over. We also have like a weird espresso machine. Oh, it, those really expensive ones last like a year, and then they'll—I don't know—something's wrong. They quit on it. you. There's something wrong with it. Uh, yeah. Maybe we packed the espresso down too much. I don't know. What about the pods? The ones that make the no, pods not I good. I don't want it. I don't want it. I heard too many stories about just the fungus. Oh yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Like stuff growing in there. Yeah. And just of, like, uh, oh, the Keurigs and yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you get yeah. Nespresso's a little better because you have to do the cleaning and the descaling yeah. of it a lot. More That's often. Clooney's one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clooney's how, joint. How much money do you need, Clooney? That was why I saw him. I was like, wow. I thought it was like a, a SNL parody ad or yeah. something. He's fucking doing. That. We have one of those at the house. We use you got an espresso. An espresso, yeah. Uh, but we you go out more though, don't you? Yeah. Like we got ours, and I was like, oh, for a week, I was like, I'm making my own coffees. This right. is great. And then I was like, there's just something so nice about going out to coffee and yeah. getting it. And, Having that dialogue with my yeah. barista. Sure. Yeah. It's a rich, it's a ritual. And yeah, especially the ones in LA, there are some great ones. Out Ooh, there. baby. And Dinosaur, right after Dinosaur Y7. Great. Yeah. I'm sponsored by both of yeah. them. So. <laughs> uh, so so where are you at with promo code DBJ? <laughs> DBJ twenty. 20. Yeah. Uh so where are you at with food right now? What what or, or, or what are you aspiring to? Just be balanced and healthy. Sure. You know? Balanced um, and healthy. And what does that mean? What does that mean as far as food-wise for you? Um, Like, feel my body. So, like, if I'm feeling it and I want a burger, I'm going to have a burger. But if I'm not, I, I'm a little, like, uh, gluten intolerant uh, okay. and a little dairy intolerant. So I try to, like, you know brace myself for those ones, but, um, yeah, just try to be balanced and healthy, have vegetables, make sure there's green on my plate, um, and not give myself too many restrictions or limits. Cause that's right. when it starts to spiral and get, yeah, it's bad. a trigger for you. Yeah. Um, cause I've done all the diets, like I've done all of them and they work, but then I'm also like a crazy, per- like I do no carbs and I turn into just like the biggest bitch in the whole wide world. <laughs> Maybe because I'm hungry, but I also just think like my body needs some sort of carb. Of course, yeah. Um, oh, man, uh, and I'm also just like tired all the time. It's it's rough. Uh, yeah. So yeah. yeah, I just try to like balance and like feel it out and be like, you know what? I don't know. Like I'm not feeling red meat. I feel like I need to like lay off the red meat right now. Sure. Just, like really listen to my body. Yeah. So it's like God, you, that's so great. So you're at this stage now to where you have to you're recalibrating your instruments mm-hmm. and you have to figure out what's your appetite and what's your, you know, pathology mm-hmm. and then try to honor your appetite and your biology and eat for feeling. Yeah. There's a lot of people that have suffered like kind of like lifelong eating disorders. That's, that's the struggle. That's like, okay, what's, what's me and what's my own fucked up yeah. mentality happening. So that's a good place to be to where you're sorting it out now. Yeah. 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 It, and that's I mean, all, that's all good, uh, actionable advice too. If it I really get is. some greens on the plate listen to your body if you feel like having the thing and you really want it have it yeah and and then you know if you if restrictions are triggers for you then don't do them for a while right you know and it's you know it's you have to really like by you even talking about food in that way after your whole life of uh you definitely there is a if that's what you are 
struggling with, but that's what you're focused on doing, you've really like started to have a lot of self-care and a, a lot of self-love, and that's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Because that's the that because from you know because I you know I I'm also coming from the background too of my family being like because I you know I was like four one until I was like in the middle of high school and a stocky dude and you know I knew I was always going to be short and like kind of like nobody else in my family had any really any extra weight on them. my my sister my older sister is like a sports star I was not that big into sports growing up all that kind of stuff so I was shamed at a young age of being like a you know a bigger boy but my mom was also like you need to did you love that food? You need to eat more. So yeah. it was like a push pull yeah. of like, how'd you put this weight on? All that stuff too. to shame eating. Your plate. Yeah. yeah. Shame yeah. eating to like, you know, before, I mean, I remember in New York for a long time of like eating, like binge eating and all of that stuff. And just, it's just so hard to like actually close your eyes and go like, I'm happy with where I am. And like the idea of eating well and being balanced and eating is ultimately the best for me. And I just have to get through it. And, like, the peaks and valleys of that. Because, like, you know, Steiner and I will still talk, like, what are you doing right now? And it's just, like, so, you know, like, ultimately what you want to do is just have a balanced meal, eat intuitively, and be in a good place with food just in life. And you know that some of those fad diets, they work. They all work. Because you're actually denying your body something. So you'll see the scale go down or you'll see this happen. And um, it's trying to not see those things as like, all right, I've tried this balance eating thing. Now I'm going to go back to doing this thing so that I can lose that weight again. Mm -hmm. And then you go, but the mentality that that's the answer is what's wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like going like, ah. Well, I get. I better. I better start on keto again, or I better start on this again, or maybe I'll go back to Weight Watchers. It's like no, any of that stuff is ultimately going. You have to your calories in and calories. You have to just watch. Yeah. You just can't go crazy. You have to yeah. listen to your Don't body go and go like. Don't yeah, go crazy. Easier said than done. Yeah, but it is. But Tough it is. Guy. But it, like growing up, the same thing. It was like you had to I'd be a member of the Clean Plate Club, but. Don't eat too much. Right. Also, like, we went over to my Mimi's house, and every it was like, you guys hungry? You guys hungry? You guys hungry? You're looking good. Keep it up. And it's like, food, 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 food. And it, it is such, like, a thing that, from such an early age. Yeah. Like, am I doing well? Okay, yes, I got the blue check because I ate everything on my plate. But, like, don't eat too much dessert. And it's like, oh, A lot man, of mixed messages. What's yeah. happening? But I get rewarded with ice cream if I do, like, a good thing. I know. <laughs> like, You're right. It's just, Relationship oh, with the food is... And, and, like, especially with, you know, having my... So my son's two and a half, and, you know, we try not to reward him with sweets as a reward. And every time we do, every once in a while we do. Um, but he's a good eater, and we... Do pat him on the back for eating his food because you need him to eat, Yeah, you know, and as you get older, you're like, you know, I want him to keep eating well. And then it's like, do when do you go? That's too much. Yeah. Because you've already patted him on the back for something that he's just doing naturally. And it's just like such a it's wild. It's insane. And I know that growing up and it's like and you feel that. 
I remember going to aunt's houses and uncle's houses and you know, I had huge families, big Filipino families of, you know, cousins that I later found out were not my cousins. And, <laughs> you know, that was more traumatic than Santa Claus or wrestling being fake, uh, which were huge for me. But the family <laughs> stuff was even bigger. <laughs> um, but yeah, wrestling being fake was bigger than Santa Claus. Finding out that these cousins are not really related to me was like, you know, Games of Thrones shit, you know? Anyways, so I go through... Games of Thrones? Games of Thrones. Like a bunch of different games (laughs) of thrones. Uh, Because that was a thing we played as as kids before this stupid show came out. Uh, Anyways, um, but I remember as a kid, I was that kid that people were like, well, you know, if I'm going to eat it or like, oh, we know it's good because he ate everything. Yeah. And if I didn't eat, and I remember being in... You were Mikey. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, Mikey liked it. Mikey liked it. Yeah. When I was in high school and, fu- and my mom was You're the going, litmus test. Yeah. Ooh. Guess the casserole wasn't that good. Yeah. baby huge don't got baby a clean huge, plate. Yeah. Little boy. And I was boy. Yeah. Boy? Yeah. That was my nickname. Boy. Matty boy. Because uh, I was the youngest. And in Filipino, like, in Filipino, like, groups and families... Usually the youngest was called boy. And I was, um, and um, my first name, and this is again why I shouldn't be Eugene according to like what a European things. My first name is Eugene Matthew. Oh. Uh, but my dad's name is just Eugene Cordero the third. And so Eugene Matthew, and then my mom's maiden name, Cordero the fourth. So people called me Maddie Boy for Matthew. So all my cousins called me Matty Boy. So little Matty Boy, if he finished everything, then it was good. But like when I was that thir- was your Michelin star. Yeah. Right. So then when I was like thirteen, you know, and you know, kids at school started being like, you know, I was, you know, three foot nothing and bigger, lo- like width than I was height. Just like this roly poly of a kid, I just was like, oh, I can't eat everything. And my mom going like, You can eat all of this. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Why are you eating the whole sandwich? (laughs) So then we'd go to the places and then, you know, my cousin's houses and I wouldn't eat it that much. And they're like, what's he trying? You're trying to lose weight? And that was shitty. I hate that. When they were telling you that it was weird that you were trying to lose weight. And so, like, you know, there's that. That comes up in friend groups, too. Yeah. Here's, we, we do this public service announcement from time to time. If you guys have a friend or something and that's their persona or reputation for eating or drinking a lot and they decide to take a night off, don't fucking make a big deal about it. Don't fuck. Oh, look who's getting the salad or whatever. Like they don't need that shit. Just let them get the salad. Don't, you don't have to uh, yeah. point out that they're doing that. Not everybody likes to eat under a microscope. And you know? usually what and that somebody should be allowed to change whenever they right. want. Yeah. And yeah. usually what that means is whoever is going to say it is having issues with it. hundred percent. So, they were keep seeking your, comfort in you right. eating the worst. So keep so if you're having those thoughts of you notice somebody else is having a salad and you want to say something, instead of saying it, go, maybe I should eat a maybe I should do it because I was gonna come I was gonna say something about it. Right. And you hate that you ordered this. Or enjoy that you ordered your order and enjoy the fact that your friend is fucking across from you, right. enjoying that with you, and let them stay your friend. Because sometimes people will put off making lifestyle, positive lifestyle changes because they don't want the uh, scrutiny of their yes. peer group. It comes up, you know? Yeah. 
I, I was thinking about like the food stuff you guys were saying and like, we know there's a mixed neuro association with food. Just at least in Western society, we celebrate with food a lot. Right. right? So achievement, um, birthday, whatever it is, you get cake. And then, so shit gets mixed up to where you remove the celebration but the food is still like a Pavlovian trigger for good feelings, right? Because yep. I always had cake on birthdays. So, well, it's not a birthday right now, but I want to feel good. I'll just have cake. And you know, nobody's consciously making this connection. It's just kind of what happens. And like, I know that, and we still do it with my son, you know, like, because yeah. it just comes, it's just part of society. Like, I can't deny him that, you know? Yeah. And so, yeah, it's, 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 it's wild. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What do you do? What do you I, do? Is you, you, but I think you enjoy can't, it. Can't we get to a point where it is okay to like, just enjoy yes. the food? Yes. Is it okay to enjoy those moments? And it isn't just a, I can, like, let's get to the point of, it's not about the food. It's about the people. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's so, I mean, I don't know about you guys as families, but I, babysit a lot in Los Angeles. Well, I did as a side hustle. And um, there were so many families that didn't sit around the table and eat for any of their meals. And I found when you sit around a table and you eat, it isn't about the food. It is, but it's more about the the connections with the people. Yeah. And you're taking a longer time eating and you're enjoying yeah. it. And it isn't this like, I'm going to eat it and be mindless and like sit in front of the television and just like not even be thankful for what I'm putting in my body or yeah. conscious. And I, I what think about lean over the good... kitchen sink? How's that for you? That's what's staggered. That's, that's, that's my morning. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Everybody uh, shut up. I'm eating in the kitchen. <laughs> Daddy's got to eat. Um, shut up. <laughs> No, you're totally right. It's uh, yeah, it becomes about the you know connecting with each other, yeah. making eye contact, yeah. taking your time. And I, I mean, I mean, as Americans, I think that's less and less a thing that we do. But in so many other countries, they do do that, and the obesity rate is not as high. Yeah. Way down, but, and they're all uh, fucked up around food. Yeah. Shit, yeah, shit. and you can enjoy the cake. Mm-hmm. Like that time should be now. Yeah, Marie but, Antoinette. Right? But, <laughs> but because there's. So, <laughs> Yeah, sure. Yeah. Hey, it's what she said, right? Hey, man, will you do me a favor? Can you grab Stanger again? I, this listen, I'm sitting. I'm sitting. Stanger's got to do something. I'm sitting there. I doubt Sorry, it. what were you saying? Oh, you God, doing Marie Antoinette. Hey, stop touching me on the elbows. Hey, first of all, that's insane. Yeah, what kind of pants are these? Let me see the label. Oh, Let me see the label. Oh, he's squirrely. God, why did this man just flip the back of my pant? Yeah. Feel the, the hey. small of my back. So are you doing let him eat cake, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let him eat let cake. Let him eat cake. Yeah. Let him eat cake. But it doesn't happen that often. First of all, to have... I mean, this just happened. Uh, we had a friend come over to watch Quincy for the afternoon because Trisha and I needed to do something. And uh, and a sitter wasn't available. And she came over and, and brought a cake. And it's like, hey, I brought a cake over. Great baker. Yeah. And we're like, brought a cake over. And I'm in my head, I'm like, fuck, I just had a, you know, I just had a crazy meal yesterday. I'm not going to eat cake. And then I'm like, when does somebody come over to your house with a fucking cake that often? I'm going to eat this cake. Yeah. And you just have to enjoy it. And you sit down with everybody. And I remember having cake with everybody because it was a funny meal. I mean, like a funny little dessert thing. And I'm like, I'm glad I sat down to do it. And I've been more focused and I've talked to 
You didn't pass on it and then eat half of it in private, right? Yeah, that's Which my I've, move. Yeah. I've, I've done. No, pretty nah. crazy, yeah. and yeah. then they all leave it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've done. Yeah. yeah. Well, I remember my pre-date meals before I go out to meals. <laughs> Tell DBJ about the yeah. pre-date meal. When Trish and I first started dating, um, she was a vegetarian too, so we'd pick like places that we'd both be able to eat, and because. I'd not want to seem like I was eating too much. I would have a fucking feast bef- right before we'd go on our dates. So that he could order a normal so size. So I could order a normal sized meal. That's so, that's, oh. Yeah. So <laughs> oh, I'd be no. like, because there's, there's not going to be that many things on a vegetarian menu yeah. that I want to eat. Or we'd share things. And, and you know, later in life, I've told Trish that I did this, but like, you know, because there was one time we went on a date. You don't date. want to get five entrees on yeah. date two. You know? There was one time on a date, one of the first dates Trish and I had, she was like, no, but I'll, I'm, I'm a vegetarian most of the time, but I'll eat fish. And at that time, she hadn't even eaten fish in like three years. And she was already doing that for me. So then I ordered like, we went to sushi and I ordered <laughs> yeah. a fucking boat. Oh. Yeah. And she didn't really eat any of it. And I'm like, first of all, I'm like, I don't have money. To be doing this all the time out in a boat. We better eat this boat. Yeah. Secondly, clean plate club. Thirdly, I was just like, but I had already had my pre-meal oh, no. meal too. So then I was just like, well, I gotta go for it. And I remember trying to eat a lot of the boat. I mean, it was I was a mess. Yeah. That date ended very fast after that because I was sure. like, I have to head out because yeah, you you're not you're fucking sweaty. with that. Yeah. 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 Oh, no. yeah. You're not well, feeling sexy. You know? yeah, it's not working, but <laughs> yeah. boy. Uh, but yeah, I used to do the pre-meal. That's pre-date meals. That's classic. Um, that's why you're an all-timer, man. Yeah. But now, but now, you know, eating that cake is great. You got to eat that cake. You got to live that life. And I've been starting like. Uh, I do intermittent fast because I love, I just like it. I like the gut rest. And I like all that stuff. But uh, my wife doesn't like the fact that I don't eat breakfast. Mm. And I think a lot of it, I recently fi- figured out, every once in a while I will sit down and have breakfast and change my, my when I'm eating. But I've now, I love making breakfast for the family. So then I'll do that and then I'll just have my coffee and I'll sit down with them. I think a lot of it was before it's that connection. I would make the breakfast and then I would go and start kind of running errands in the house as they ate. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, no, she just wants me to sit down. Yeah. And just like hang out. I don't have to eat the food, but I could just sit there, drink my coffee and hang out and have the conversation or help out with the boy as he's eating. Right. You know, as he's getting shit all over his face. So then it's just like, oh, I just need this connection. And it's like finding out those little things. It's like, oh, that still happens. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Sit down, eat cake, look at each other. Look at Sit each down, other. Sit down, eat cake, don't look at each other. If there's anything you're going to learn. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Barely broken eye contact. Blue eyed beauty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the happiest I've ever been. I'm the happiest I've ever been. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, but that's great. Finding a balance, intuitive eating, eating the fucking cake. So wait, so then you're doing this yoga. Are you doing other things? You said you went to Pilates as well. Is that part of the same place? No. No, it's not part of the same place. I went to Pilates this morning. Um, my best friend loves this Pilates place. Uh-huh. Uh, and I love just working out with a buddy. Yeah. I love it. It makes it so less... Um, I don't know. Makes angsty f- for me. Sure. Um, I love going on walks around the reservoir. 
going on hikes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, a lot of times it's like my connection with like, I haven't seen you in a while. Let's go on a hike or let's go do this fun thing. Love it. Um, yeah. Uh, I work out with my sister a lot now that she's back in town. Uh-huh. We just joined the Los Angeles Athletic Club. Um downtown oh yeah oh cool uh, it's a real funky f- it's great uh, name yeah it's been around forever since like the 1800s Wait, who else was talking about the los angeles yeah Athletic it's club? come up before yeah um there's some real f- there's a lot of old people mm-hmm. um a lot of squash courts uh and recently learned to play squash uh it's not so different from tennis but a different so different from tennis. Um, yeah, different physics for sure. Hundred percent, and just strategy in general. The yeah, ball is so much smaller um, and less bouncy. It's it's it not bounceless. a bounce. You have to like heat it up. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know any of this. Like you have to like bounce it a bunch, and like and then and then it gets hot, and then you got to go. Um, <laughs> and I was like, what is this? Because it's like a it's like a hard it's, it's like hard. a harder it's a hard hard rubber yeah. rubber ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. flubber almost. It is. Oh no, that that's too much bounce. No, flubber's too much bounce. Got it. Flubber would just keep going. Yeah, yeah. That's how they get the car to fly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Man, what how come nobody's invented flubber yet? Tesla, Figure. Tesla's on it. Oh, Tesla They're is on it. On it. They're yeah, on it. they're closing a bunch of their stores just for the flubber, <laughs> flubber. reboot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Elizabeth Holmes is working on yeah. it. Yeah, they closed the Americana store just to make that a flubber. Just to make the flubber. Flubber. Yeah, yeah. I'd I'd be into that. <laughs> I would be. <laughs> What was, did you guys ever watch that old uh, thing where the guy, it's like a, a monkey's uncle or something, and the guy makes a potion to get really strong and like, uh, I think like power some kind of like plane or something by bicycle. I'm and so sorry. Is a monkey's uncle a, a, like a phrase I should know? It's a, yeah, it's a phrase. And then they also, it was a, like a doubled, they use it as the name of the movie too. Like, well, I'll be a monkey's uncle is like a phrase. Well, I'll be a monkey's uncle. Yeah. Is the phrase. Is a phrase. And what is the premise? The premise of the movie is like there's some kid who's like a genius, but like a slacker. Okay. It's a, one of those old black and white Disney movies. Got and it. he invents some potion that that gives you super strength, but it doesn't last. Okay. And like he's, he's using it to like pull off some stunt. But there's a bunch of funny stuff with the chimpanzee. That's why I loved it. I was a sucker for an anthropomorphic animal in a Got movie. It. I'm going to download this immediately. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed the hell so out that's of it. A, and it's going to be on the streaming service. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah that's Disney Plus. Or, that is a Disney Plus. Oh, yeah. You got it. Yeah. yeah, yeah you're paying for that's it. That's worth it. Fuck the Mandalorian. It is time for <laughs> I gotta Monkey's tell, Uncle. I got to tell you, their price point is right on the money. What is it? Six ninety nine. Six ninety nine. That's genius. That is. Yeah. They're going to hook everybody. Yeah. To have all of the classics? Mm-hmm. Everything. And the Marvel and Star Wars shit? Yes. Who knows? And they'll bump it up, but I mean, they're going to get... Oh, they'll bump it up after the first year. Yeah. yeah. But they're going to get everybody. So yeah. my husband works for Disney, uh-huh. and uh, he works in the live action department, and that's how we have our new dogs, because he was in this movie with Willem Dafoe, and it's for what? the movie just for the streaming service. Oh, yeah. My dog, like his first four months was with Willem Dafoe in oh, Canada. Holy um, shit, I love the Florida working project. Working on this, like, uh, yeah, it's great oh, in that. Yeah. Uh, this is a dog sled movie, very different. Um, it takes place in the A 90s. dog sled movie? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's it's Husky that Your you Husky have. Your Husky is in wow. a Disney Plus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this it's crazy. Amazing. With um, Elias from Platoon? Yeah. yeah that's Dafoe's <laughs> yes. character. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna, should we do his IMDb right now? I, I <laughs> yeah, can yeah, do it cool, for cool. you if you want. You probably will. <laughs> to live and die in um, LA? Uh, 
he's a dream. Uh, yeah, but so he was telling me like all about all these different movies that are coming out just for the streaming service. That one, Lady and the Tramp, also is oh, coming live out. action, right? All live or action. like that's, CG live action, and that's for straight to mm-hmm. Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Wow, mm-hmm. I can't wait to see the meatball scene. Uh, Fun fact, that movie, all the dogs were rescued um, out of shelters, and then they trained them for that movie, and then had them all adopted. For the dog sled movie? For Lady and the Tramp. Lady oh, for and the, the Tramp. The, the movie's That's already amazing. made? amazing. Yeah. Holy wow. shit. Wait, what about, what about your dog? Did you get your dog after? After he wrapped, yeah. Is he all trained in stuff? Yeah, he, he was trained in like weird stuff that we wouldn't want him to do, right? So like dig. No thanks. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like speak. No, Nothing. he's forgotten both those things, but he does know he like he knew leave it immediately. Um, we got him on Thanksgiving Day, so his first day in our house was tons of food and people, and he just laid there. He was like Aww. four months old. He didn't beg. He, wow, he was wow. four months, so good. Wait, was he a rescue also? Um, oh, because I guess it was technically a- we rescued him from an. Reading life. Yes, yes, of course. And all the dogs were all the adopted dogs. out. Oh, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. The Disney's really big on that. They just don't want them to yeah. put yeah. a little pilgrim hat on them for Thanksgiving or anything. Uh, Maybe didn't. No, uh, it's the Maybe, wrong, it's the wrong it, side. It, yeah, wrong yeah, side. Uh, did you, uh, so d- Husky's like, one of my friends has a Husky, and like the thing, the makes- pants? Yeah. <laughs> Tuskins? Yeah. Husky Tuskins? No, this, this dog. Like jeans. <laughs> The best. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna lose my mind. The, this dog like um, d- makes a bunch of noise. Like yeah. he's always like woo woo woo, and I guess that's like a common husky yeah. thing. Does your dog do that? Oh yeah. Like oh, yeah. like the I love you dog. Like it's constantly mm-hmm. like not barking, no. but just like yes. And you're like, what is happening right now? Sometimes it is like unearthly the things that come out yeah of it. i'm like bruce what is the deal right now that's his name so is bruce, uh, bruce. Oh, yeah. Great name. yeah bruce he's great that's exciting he always looks high though bruce does yeah i think it's the like allergies yeah uh, no i just think he's just like overbred a little bit sure <laughs> he's just like this he's always like yeah man that is so awesome yeah, he, like look he also has an instagram um, great. Yeah. yeah, it's plug great. it. I'll plug it. It's uh, Bruce, Bruce 420. Uh, DTLA Husky. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, Bruce cool. DTLA Husky. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Um, so, and then, but your husband also works for Disney. He does, yeah. And uh, and Lady of the Tramp is coming out. Mm-hmm. And what else? And this I movie love how I'm blue. plugging like all these movies. He's working. I have nothing to do with this at hey, all. Look, other get, than being like, are you doing this? Is this going to happen? I also love that Disney. you're plugging this massive thing yeah, that listen, everybody's going to get. Disney needs yeah. the help. Yeah, yeah. Tell them to they watch do. out for that dumbbells bump that they're yeah. going to get. Yeah. 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 <laughs> What's this blip from? What is this? Oh, the oh, dumbbells the mentioned dumbbells. us. Yeah. Wow. Trying to use a promo code that does not work for them. TBG20. Yeah. TBG20. <laughs> Gets that six ninety nine down to a four ninety nine. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, tasty. Yeah. I give that a chef's kiss. Yeah, for for <laughs> <laughs> one month it'll go down. Yeah. Um But how about plugs for you? Is there anything you'd like to plug? Yeah, plug away. Ooh, let me plug away. Um you can follow me on Instagram, Deborah Baker Jr. D E B O R A H. The real way to spell Deborah. Uh-huh. And um, what else? I, Bunch of good shows. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I have some sure. shows. You can watch me on Hulu on Stand Against Evil, all three seasons. Yeah. Stand Against Evil, great. Uh, former guest, Janet, Janet Varney. Varney was here. Oh, yeah. She's yeah. such a dream. She's 
She's right. my fave. And our buddies, uh, Jack Bishop and Justin Jim directed the first season. Yeah, the first season. And, and part half, of the second season. Yeah, part, half of the second season. Yeah, yeah good great. guys. They're uh-huh. so great. Super talented guys. It's fun, weird show. Yeah. Yes. used to yeah. be a real weirdo on that show. Um, You're great on the show. Oh, thank you so much. Great. <laughs> um, I'm in a new show on Echo uh, for Funny or Die. It's Ooh, like cool. a big brother whodunit. Oh, fun. Really? Yeah, it's a spoof. Lou Wilson's also in it. Oh, fun. Um, oh, Lou's a guest, too. Yeah. 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 He's the best. Uh, That's yeah. a great idea. It's, so wait, when does that come out, or is that out? Uh, it's not out. We're we're shooting this week. is our last week. Oh, uh, man. It's been really fun. Do you know um, when it is coming out, or do you have any idea? I don't have any idea. Okay. Uh, it's going to be on the Echo platform, though. Okay. So you'll like, download the Echo app and... For those of you who don't know what Echo is, it's interactive, so it's choose your own adventure, yes. but in TV. So oh, we neat. get to film all the different choices right. that you may choose. Is that for Amazon or something? For Echo. Oh, it's for Echo. Echo's its own separate thing. Yeah, yes. Walmart like pumped a billion dollars into Echo and now they're making all of this TV content Great. Um, for their streaming service. That's so Hell cool. yeah, dude. And the, and Hell the, and yeah. is it in the first person? Like it's like a like there, you choose multiple things, but it's not like that person. Like, you're not speaking to camera. Yeah. It's, well, it's I not think, a hardcore yes, Henry thing. Yes. Yes. So I think um, uh, Bandersnatch did it as you're like watching cinematically, and they're not actually talking to you. But this is sort of like a Big Brother spoof. So like the camera people are sort of like part of it. So uh, I do actually talk to the audience. Oh, oh you do cool. like the fo- the fake like OTFs, like mm-hmm. where you are being interviewed and <gasps> yeah. debriefed, and yeah. oh, that's fun. That's oh, a great man. idea. Yeah. Brian Husky is the host of the show, and great. he oh, like, yeah. yeah, it's so. How much many fun. episodes are is there? There's eight episodes. Okay, and there's like different little Easter eggs that pop up that you'll get to see like different celebrities do different things from Funny or Die. They have a slew of people they're coming in. Um, if like you pick like these two people to keep making out. Like something will pop up, or like you oh, pick like this person is the person who did it. Like this Easter egg scene will pop up, so you could watch the show probably, I don't know, a hundred different ways. Wow! And when does it? Uh, when does she doesn't any know? Of it I have watch. no idea. I have no idea. Or I, Echo, sometime I next year. Yeah, yeah. Nora Kirkpatrick, she's the director and the creator of it. Oh yes, I w- I was in her, um, uh, movie with, um, Gemberling. Where it was like a prom, where it was like a first person choose your own yeah. adventure thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fun. I watched. She's uh, so great. Did you guys She's watch Mosaic on HBO? No. With Sharon Stone. Soderbergh, uh, Sharon Stone was in it. And it was also, you, you could just watch it through on HBO, uh, you know, just watch it through. Or you could use an app and then have a more interactive where you kind of pick what's happening experience. And I was like, I wasn't. I know that there's something to that. I, I just wasn't sure if that's how I wanted to consume it, but I did it and it was fucking awesome. Like, and that's, I was, I came into it a little bit of a skeptic, you know, like yeah. I wasn't sure if I would be able to, you know, I don't know if I, if I liked being behind the wheel that much of my kind of consumption of it, Sure, but it was cool. Like, so oh, I'm, I'm excited. To I'm excited. It. Yeah. So what is it called again? Um, it's or, called the coop, the coop. Uh, okay. Cause we're a bunch kind of like a big brother. We're all in this house and like Great. we're in this coop. Um, and there's like 12 main cast members. Awesome. A ton of them are from UCB. Yeah. Um, so it's been fun. It's been so really then we'll, fun. Uh, so please follow Deborah Baker Jr. on social media so that you can be, find out when that's, find out when up. it comes out. All the great stuff she's up. Yeah. To. Oh yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and, uh, 
And are, across all social media, the same uh, handle? Yep, Deborah Baker Jr. It's real easy to find me. Jr. Yeah, Jr. No. Don't spell it out. Don't spell it out. Don't spell it out. That's not what it is. That's too much. That's too much time typing. Yeah. You only there's only so many minutes in your life. Yeah. You only have so many minutes. Um, (laughs) If you want to find us on social media, you can do so at the dumbbells across all platforms. Uh, If you want to email us, you know, because you have a question for the dumbbells, or you just want to brag or be positive about yourself, and you just want to tell us. Um, some great things in your life, please do so. A lot of people do it, and we love it when people listen to episodes and say that they are inspiring. We like to forward that to the guests so that they also know that um, you know they have affected some people in a positive way. So uh, if you'd like to do that, please do that at askthedumbbells at gmail.com. Junior, thanks for doing this. It was yeah. great to have you. Thank you so much for having me. On behalf of myself and Eugene Cordero, the Dumbbells, and our wonderful guest today, Deborah Baker Jr., DBJ or Junior, we would like to remind everybody that's out there listening to train dirty, eat clean, and live in between. Hey, hey. Oh, oh, get this guy get back on the microphone. Get off, get off my elbow. <laughs> that was a hit.